The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Kelly Payfer. I may be from Down Under, but don't ever underestimate me. Richie D. If you can't be cool, you can't be with Caduce. Megan Shaw. I may be a mom. Model, but I'll never be your model minority. Becca Simon. It gets icy where I'm from, so you know I'll bring the heat. Jill Hirsch. Your petty drama can't take this warrior down. Jamie Allrunner. Where I come from, we're known for our great lakes, but I'm just known for my great ass. Sarah Gibbs. You may not like the cut of my jib, but that's what you get from Sarah Gibbs. Maria M. Where I'm from, they sing God Save the Queen, so I guess you can call me a god. Jill Walsh. I made it up this hill myself, and I'll kick any jack off. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. John Friedman. Diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. Sarah Watkins Bilstein. Playtime is over. This mama means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist pumping, this Jersey girl brings the party. Amanda Agosti. Everything is bigger in Texas and my heart is no exception. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can ever take you down. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets and I get it all. Adade Adidoko. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but I'm actually just smoking. Deepa Canapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back and also my unsolicited opinion. Adil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Trinity Subramaniam. I have four degrees and eight syllables and zero fucks to give. Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shame. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. Brianna Tony. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. And lastly, Tanisha. While others are turning tables, I'm dancing on them. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. of the reality is as always it's Noor and today I am super excited because it's a special episode Atlanta's off the air Potomac for some reason didn't premiere yesterday um so we're changing things up a little bit today I am joined with everybody's favorite comic book geek uh our friend my friend Kendrick Tucker of the reality and comics 2 podcast hello Kendrick oh Hi, Nora. How are you? <laughs> oh, I, and, 
I forgot I had a whole thing planned. I was gonna come on and I was gonna say, my man Dick Big, okay, but then I forgot to say it, so I <laughs> I ruined the intro. Damn it. <laughs> we can run it back. Okay, hold on. We'll do it again. Okay. Hold on, people. <laughs> my favorite thing about Heavenly is that she's somebody who's like, Don't drag me into this. My mother just died, but like two seconds before that, she's like, I suck my husband's dick and I fix him a plate. <laughs> I'm so mad that everybody does not cater to their man the way that she does. It's like no one has time for that shit, Heavenly. I mean, honestly, I'm not even sure if Daddy wants to be catered to the way Heavenly does it. You know what I mean? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode is special because, like I said, Elena finished Potomac's Off the Air. We're going to be talking about two different demons this episode because mm. we're talking about Married to Medicine. And I basically am always just like, uh, I will pull up on strangers in the street and be like, are you watching House of the Dragon? Because I <laughs> like need to talk to somebody about it. And you put out some of the best memes, the House of the Dragon memes on Saturday, on Sunday night, right oh. after the show airs. So... I was like, I need to have Kendrick on to talk about it. Oh my god, I'm I'm obsessed. Like I don't know what <laughs> I am. I'm like the was the biggest Game of Thrones fan. So like I was so ready for this show. Targaryens were my jam. I don't know what the next spinoff will be, but I'm sure I'll love that too. Whatever it is, but like I'm all the way in this right now. To, uh, listen, I am who? Okay, who are you? Like who's your who's your people? on the show <laughs> who's, who's your jam <laughs> i love this already okay here's the thing um as a virgo right you'll understand this mm-hmm. okay i want to believe that i am like a good person and i'm like a stark okay but i'm a virgo leo cusp so i'm probably more of a lannister than anything oh okay okay I see. It. I, okay. <laughs> like, but I'm more of a like a Tyrion and not a twin fucking like yeah. Jamie or Cersei. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of glad you clarified. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything, but yes, okay. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm who am I don't even know. I'm like, I just I always I don't know. I just feel like no matter what, I was always rooting for the the Targaryens. Daenerys was my like queen of everything in the world so i was always with her and now you introduce me to rhaenyra you give me damon like i mean viserys he can go wherever the hell he's going (laughs) i mean he looks like literally if you look up death in a dictionary that's what it is that man right now how he's still alive somehow (laughs) do you okay this is like a really bizarre reference but did you ever watch the original dumb and dumber movies of course (laughs) so you know that line where they come home and they find out that somebody's chopped off their bird's head and then they taped it back together or something (laughs) so he's like and our pets heads are falling off like that's what i think about with viserys it's like and our king's arm is falling off It's just, I don't know what, like, do we know, like, what ailment this man has? Like, <laughs> we literally, I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, early stage dragon scale or, like, what's the tea, but I don't know what's going on. But he, I feel like we've seen some people, like, get sick and get, like, stabbed and stuff on this show, and no one looks nearly as bad as what Sirius does. I don't know what's going on. 
I think he's got diabetes and like you know how with oh. when you got the sugars you have like sometimes you have to cut off limbs. Oh, okay. Early beaties. Okay. <laughs> Early beaties. Okay. I think it's, I think it's late stage beaties. Cause like, it may be. <laughs> it may be. My dude's whole arm is falling up. You know what's funny about his arm being off? By the way, spoiler alert. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but the funniest thing about his arm being off is like the costume designers, like they couldn't, You you guys couldn't like pin his sleeve to the side of his jacket like he is walking around with that empty sleeve flapping in the wind yeah. with like the four hairs of his wig <laughs> oh my god it's very like isn't it homer simpson it has like those two strings going across yes. his head that's, it's very much homer simpson i don't know what's going on but like i feel like as a king you can do much better. Like, I feel like these people are not even trying with serious anymore. Like, Allison could, like, you can get that man a wig or toupee or something. Like, you can do something for that man. Yes. Yes, I exactly. Mm. I know. I know. But she's wants, she wants to make him look meek and, you know, mm-hmm. be disrespected. So Okay. Let's, let me ask you then, because I get into arguments all the time. I think my affinity for the actress, Olivia Cook. Has uh-huh. really swayed me, but like, where do you fall down on grown up Allison? Allison is the quintessential mom who has had it. <laughs> and I love that about her mm-hmm. because, like, the whole. Okay, so I was going to ask you earlier, like, what do we want to talk about? Hot D first or Married to Medicine? We're just going to talk about Hot D first and then we'll talk about Married to Medicine. Perfect. Um, the thing about Allison that I love is that if you. Like the first few episodes, was it five episodes where we had them younger, right? Uh-huh. She just looked like a nervous wreck. Yeah. Who had no choice, right? Uh-huh. And at some point she was like, all right, I'm going to get the like the balls to be that bitch. Uh-huh. But, it's, but she has that like deep down inside, she's still an insecure child who was asked to do more than she could probably have handled. She was like, a child mom she's like teen mom she's getting nailed by this dilapidated man right while her best friend is out there fucking hot nights and Mm -hmm. possibly her uncle and like (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean and like Mm -hmm. there is this this severe sense of like envy with her and also like but like now at this point she keeps aligning with people who she she's aligning people who are a lot more secure and a lot stronger than her because mm-hmm. she almost wants to be like if I if I align myself with very strong people in the absence of my father then I will eventually be like them. Mm. And what she is realizing each time she does it is that <laughs> they're not good people like Laris, who just mm-hmm. like creepily staring at her everywhere to the point where like her guard is like, hey, that guy is looking at you. Like, should we be alarmed? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, he's just like really happy that he like got um Heron Hall. So like, yeah, just like ignore him. But so she's weird. aware. She's aware that like these are not necessarily good people, but these are the people that she needs by her side for her to carry out the duty that she has been tasked with. And mm-hmm. it's so sad because in the beginning, she was Renera's biggest champion. 
She right. like there's episodes where she like convinces Viserys to be like, no, like maybe you should talk to her. Like maybe you should like she is on Rhaenyra's side. Mm-hmm. So it's not like necessarily that she was just like evil from the jump, but now she's like, okay, now I've been evil for over 10 fucking years. <laughs> this has got to have a payout and mm-hmm. I'm not backing down anymore. Like I'm mm-hmm. in too deep. It's the mob. I can't get out. And she's just such a good actor. Oh my God. She's so good. That's why like, you know, I was, I was not a fan of this time jump. I was like, okay, wait a minute what are we doing like yeah. what's happening i don't know what's going on but i was like okay i'm gonna give it a chance but when i found i literally found out the week before that it was going to be her playing her because I, I literally had no clue i don't know where i was when all this information was being announced who god, who god <laughs> knows but i had no idea about that but when i found that out i was like oh so i literally have no choice but to stand like i just <laughs> like there's no matter what because like everything everything she's in i love bates motel ready player one like literally everything yeah. she's in I'm a fan. So I came in kind of biased, but then I almost got, okay, let me, I'm gonna reveal a little secret on here that I try not to say out loud too often, but I was a Cersei stan watching oh. the original Game of Thrones. And you know, I, I feel like that's not even surprising to you because you know my taste in Housewives and stuff. Now. <laughs> yeah. so, like, I'm like, well, like, you do love Giselle. So yes. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I love, my favorite kind of character is like, the person that just like sits back and is always plotting because everyone around them is always just so brutish. Oh, I'll get the throne, man. I've won the most wars and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but they yeah, don't yeah, realize yeah. that there's someone there literally like building an entire like bomb under the, uh, the sect that no one even knows about. <laughs> gonna go up in flames any day now, all because she doesn't want to stand trial and say that I'm sorry. He is my God. It's all okay. Don't want to yeah. say those words. So she's like, you know what? everybody dies it's okay and so like I, that's my kind of character i kind of love it i love the cunning people so she's giving me early stage like those vibes i don't think yeah. she's there yet but one day all i think it takes is just something to trigger her i don't know if it's going to be like her dad dying or her realizing like because listen we're about to come up on some shit okay some absolute <laughs> shit it's coming up i know it is when they're talking about oh i'm the hand of the king and so everything i say is you know i i speak for king viserys all the kind of crap something's gonna happen mark my words when he's gonna go finally die and they're gonna act like he said on his deathbed that mm-hmm. he proclaimed someone else it's gonna be a mess so when she has to like fight for her children to be on that throne like actually fight for it Ooh, that switch is gonna turn, and I, I'm gonna stand. I fear. I, fear. I know it's <laughs> it's like the same thing with Cersei, right? Like Cersei loved mm-hmm. her children more than anything in the world. She like uh-huh. loved Jamie and she loved her kids. Uh-huh. She loved her family. She loved being a Lannister, and so Alicent, who I feel like was hesitant being a high tower in a Targaryen world, is now like I've been wearing green this whole time. I don't yes. know if you guys noticed. Uh-huh. It's kind of my color. I haven't swayed from it, okay? <laughs> I don't even wear my mom's one blue gown anymore, okay? Right. <laughs> um, but I I agree with you. I think that she's going to have her Cersei moment because I think, like, I mean, it sounds, like, so cliche, but, you know, um, there's nothing like a mother's love, but there's also nothing like a mother's, like, wrath. Right. 
And so I feel like that's definitely – we're, like, coming up on it and I'm really, really excited about it because they're just uh-huh. such good actors. I mean, similarly, right? Like, there's nothing like a mother's love if you look at, like, Rhaenyra and how much she's protecting her children because yes. she's she looks fucking nervous all the time. She's like, oh, yeah. God, I know. I know, guys. I <laughs> fucked up. I I had a bunch of three, three illegitimate kids. Ah. Right. <laughs> she knows. She knows. I love that uh, – Corliss is just like, you know what? Nobody's on these kids' side. Let me throw them a bone. I'm not going to go against them because, like, the world hates them just for having black hair. Let me just throw these kids a bone. It's okay. Now he's, yeah. lost, now he's quote unquote, lost his son. He's already lost his daughter. So he, he, I feel like they're going to have a good ally in him. She better lean into it hard. Ooh, she better lean into it hard. Now, will she I have know. that ally after they find out she married Damon? I don't know, but. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I'm wondering how that goes because when she and Damon, first of all, that last 10 minutes of the show where Damon, she and Damon are fully scheming uh-huh. and then we're seeing the whole plot pay out. It was so fucking thrilling. Right. But she says something like, you know, we, people are good. They're going to be whispers about that that I was behind this and they're going to wonder what else I'm capable of. I'm like, are you guys looping in the Valerians in your little plan? <laughs> Cuz they're probably going to be kind of mad that you like you came to the funeral. Mm-hmm. Then the one other child died. And then you guys decided to get married the same weekend. Right. <laughs> you couldn't even go home first, like get out of here. Like you literally did this at our, pl- really, really that's what we're doing. Okay. I love the first like 10 minutes of the episode because it's like, uh, it just, it came like as a housewives watcher, it was very much like uh, rehearsals of Beverly Hills where they just have like half an episode where somebody is saying one thing, but then you just have shots of everyone staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like exactly the same thing. Um, I'll tell you what I hated about the episode, though, because mm. I literally loved it from start to finish. What I hated because they went back to their like original Game of Thrones, you know, kind of stylistic choices was how fucking dark it was at night like (laughs) does the moon not fucking exist like what is happening like i literally was staring at the screen squinting i'm like what is is someone running is that a dragon what is happening (laughs) every time i'm like bring this can it not be cloudy for just one scene can we bring the moon out and just like have a little bit of light when damon when damon and uh rainier were walking across that beach i didn't know what the hell was going on i turned my closed caption i was like i'll just read it's okay (laughs) I don't do this enough anyway. I'll just read. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I think they turned down the light so that we uh, are so busy squinting that we forget that there's incest happening on our screens, and we're like, "Yeah, (laughs) fuck your knees." That seems like on your wife's funeral day. Yes, it's so funny, like how differently we're treating like the Lannister incest versus the Targaryen incest. We're all like, (laughs) "Ew, Jamie, Cersei, you're so gross." But then we're like, "You know what?" Those kids belong together. Like I, I kind of <laughs> look, they did it in the tradition of their people. It's fine. <laughs> we love that. We love that. That's why, like, also, it's so funny because, like, now that I'm watching this, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess John could have given Daenerys a try. Like, he could have tried <laughs> to make it work with her. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Right. <laughs> At least they did it unknowingly, though. Like, they didn't even, they had no clue what was like, you know, well, she found out at some point, didn't she? She, yeah, yeah. they both found out. And then she was like, it's cool. And he was like, ooh, <laughs> this is weird. Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> um, 
I love that when Damon is scheming, he has a scheming hoodie that he puts on. Yes. <laughs> we don't talk his his we don't talk about Bruno hoodie. Yes. <laughs> Every time he needs to get a game plan off, Bruno comes out. I love it. <clears throat> now are the Targaryens um the only sign of gay rights in Westeros? I mean, this is pretty bold what happened it this is. episode. I know I yeah. I kinda I, so let me just tell you what was hilarious to me. I have a cousin that watches it. She watched all of Game of Thrones too. Like she was obsessed with it. She texts me after this past episode, and you know we always have our like, you know, you have you have your post House of Dragon kind of chats that you have. Yeah, stuff. Chris. So like we were having our you know usual Sunday night chat, and then today she texts me just out of the blue because obviously she hadn't gotten everything out of her chest, and she's like, you know what? This is the first time I've really kind of hated Rhaenyra. And I was like, oh, why? What, what's wrong? She was like, she didn't have to do Lainor like that. Like, <gasps> it's really sad that you... And I was like, what What do you mean? He he got his happy ending, right? She was like, no, what, they, they like, they killed him. What do you mean? I was like, did you not watch the, like, the last scene of the show? Like, what were you thinking yeah. about? And she was like, wait, the guy? I was like, yeah, the guy. That was him. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it's so... I'm, I'm, And it makes me wonder, every time, like, she doesn't catch something, I'm wondering, like, I wonder how many people didn't catch that that was him, like with the shaved head going yeah. off to like be with his forever. And like, I don't know where New York pride, Westeros, I don't know, going <laughs> somewhere where they can be accepted. And he, he can be, instead of being Carl with the C, he can officially be Carl with the Q because apparently that's the thing. So <laughs> they're going to go watch bros. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing they do when they get over there. I love it. When they like, get I heard Billy. <laughs> I heard Billy Eichner made a movie. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I love that ending. I was. Mm. I I audibly gasped. I was like, <gasps> right, because I was so. Because the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh my god, Rhaenyra, no, 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 don't, don't. And then because they do have this super tender moment where he's like, I want to be the husband that you deserve because you are going to be the queen and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it, it broke my heart when he's like, I, you know, I'm sorry the gods made me this way. Mm. And she's like, you're wonderful. You're wonderful. And I love you. And I think you're an honorable person, which is rare here. And right. she like sets him free. It's incredible. It's mm-hmm. it's the first time we've ever seen a queer person be treated well in Game of Thrones. I Literally think. the only time. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> and I, it's kind of weird, though, that like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking about the other side too because I'm like, I mean, that's amazing. He gets to go and like just live his life and he gets called with a cue and they get to go and like, you know, do whatever they're going to do over there in Easteros. But then I'm like, oh, his parents literally just lost two children and don't even know that one's still alive. Yeah, that's Oopsie. right. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Like, are you going to write to your dad? Like, right. are you going to send a raver- raven? Like, what are we like doing something. here? Like, let's, let's let them know. Yeah, like let's cue in the let's let the family know what's going right. on. Right. Because he was yeah. way too comfortable just getting on that boat and leaving. I was like, oh, okay. I know. He was miserable. It was so sad. He was getting yeah. drunk in the sea while everybody's like, hey, where is Lenore? Right. <laughs> he literally showed up like a full 24 hour later after the people tried to take his son's <laughs> eye. He's like, hey, what's going on? Like, okay, you missed a lot, but that's okay. Okay, we'll where do I later. start? i also so my favorite part of the entire episode was the showdown in the in the room with all the family members because first of all 
It's so like, it's such a soap opera. Like mm-hmm. it is, I love all the different family members involved. It's giving me Real Houses of New Jersey. Like yeah. there's just, you know, so much going on. It's Gorgas versus Judices. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I love like. Poor no ni- was just stuck in the middle. Poor <laughs> no was just, yeah, poor Viserys. He's like, let me just boil the octopus at 9 a.m. and leave right? you guys alone. Like, what's going on? I love that Viserys is like, let's just everybody say sorry and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Allison's like, um, your kid's missing an eye. I don't know if that's important <laughs> to you, but we we kind of got to address the shit. I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. that whole, but that scene where finally Rhaenyra and uh, Allison, and, and Allison is, you know, she's had it. She loses her shit. She goes mm-hmm. full Shannon Bedore. She takes that <laughs> dagger. She's gonna, she's gonna cut a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love that Rhaenyra knows how to. Con- I feel like Rhaenyra's existence in, like, you know how how Allison says to her son the previous episode after she walks in on him beating off in the doing window. What he was doing, yeah. <laughs> what he was doing. <laughs> Um, she says to him, your mere existence, your existence is a challenge or whatever. Like you being here is a challenge. I feel mm-hmm. like Rhaenyra existing is like, is, is Allison's trigger. Like mm-hmm. she is Allison's trigger. Anytime Rhaenyra gets to live her life, that mm-hmm. Allison off. So when she's like, you've been, you know, you've been going around waving like your privilege in everybody's faces. And as a result, now my son has lost an eye. So like, what the hell is that all about? I just, mm-hmm. I love that. And then I just love that Rhaenyra's like, oh, it's, you can finally admit that you're kind of a bitch. <laughs> right. I love that Rhaenyra literally like, she has been dodging these like illegitimate children rumors for, I don't know how long she finally realized <laughs> like, okay, this is the perfect moment to throw it out there <laughs> and get everybody pissed off so we can really see whose side he's on. And once again, he proves it. He's like, listen, I know you're my wife, but I'm going to stick beside her. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm going I'm to stick beside her. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Viserys says something to Damon at the funeral. He says something like, oh, you know, your daughters resemble uh, Lena. And I know that that could be so heartbreaking. I know from experience or something like that. So obviously he sees a lot of – Brunera is the last memory of Emma that he has to the point where when he's leaving the funeral, Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> he calls Alicent Emma. Oof. Oof. <laughs> oh, boy. She shows a lot of rest- – I don't know what you do in that moment because it's like, okay, you know what? It's time for bed, Grandpa. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those things where she has to be like, it's okay, Allison. It's okay. <laughs> He's going to die soon. <laughs> Keep it together. You'll get the money. You'll get the you'll house. Get the- it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Allison does Ashley Darby, basically. Exactly. Like, it's fine. <laughs> He's literally aging like Michael Darby, too. So it all, it all goes full circle. Because so. <laughs> Michael Darby also has that weird, like, scaly skin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> they literally have the exact same forehead, and it's so gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Like, have you ever heard about exfoliation? Come on. Exactly. My God. I mean, <laughs> do you know about Vaseline? CBS on every corner. Get, get out there. <laughs> Good but, Lord. Um. So there was this one thing that I don't know if you are. So I feel like you're a Game of Thrones, or you're aware of mm-hmm. the fact that the dagger that. 
Alicent uses to try to cut Rhaenyra is the same dagger that has this prophecy of the Song of Ice and Fire that we saw in the beginning of the, this show. Mm-hmm. And this is the same dagger that our girl Arya uses to kill the Night King. Yes. Which used to belong to Littlefinger, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then Bran got it. Bran gave it to Arya. Arya killed the Night King. I want to know what happens to that dagger because in that scene, I noticed that she, you know, she cuts her, Allison cuts Rhaenyra, she drops the dagger on the ground. I, Viserys is such a fucking coward. He should have been like, oh, my wife is crazy off with her head. Like, <laughs> right. he doesn't do that. Um, but, you know, she drops it. Kristen fucking Cole oh. picks up the dagger at the end of that scene. Uh-uh. He is. Um, a- I just, I'm so conflicted because everything in me literally hates the air he breathes. But also, yes. He's just, so hot. Just, <laughs> I'm like, just you yes. beautiful incel piece of shit. Yes. I know. He literally, mm. the first time, like, I forgot what episode, but like when she was interviewing all the people. Uh, yeah, yeah. To see who was going to like protect her dad. Literally, they were going through everyone. And then like it was his turn. I literally, I don't know what sound I made, but it was something like, eh. and I don't know what that means, but like, I feel like that represents everything that I want to say about <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. He's so hot. It was so incredible to see his like, everybody being like, oh my God, dreamy Christian Cole to being like, fuck Christian Cole. <laughs> fuck exactly. that guy. Still mad after 10 years. Good Lord. Let's see. Let me tell y'all something. Women, if men are still mad 10 years later, that just means you were the best they ever had. In his case, we don't even know if he had any other. So it just means that she threw it down. So good job, Rhaenyra. Take it That's as a compliment. Right. That's right. <laughs> do you um do you think that Kristen well here's here's what I can't Alicent is a beautiful person mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Do you think that uh, Kristen and Laris are both devoted to Allison for self-serving themselves, or do you think there's also like a level of like the crushing on Queen Allison? Mm. Laris, well, first of all, they do such a good job of picking creepy people to play creepy ass <laughs> actors. Because my God, <laughs> if I ran into that guy in the alley, I'm like, oh dear, what what do you what do you want from me? Good lord! But I feel like. Laris absolutely self-serving. He has he doesn't care if, if that was Rhaenyra, if that was anybody that was in opposition mm-hmm. that he knows is gonna come into power one day or has the, the best claim to power. He's literally Littlefinger. Like he's gonna be right there, yeah. like you know, oh, you, we can do this and you can do that. What do you need? He literally offered to take a child's eye just if it would please her. It's like, okay, dude, calm <laughs> casually, down. Casually. <laughs> Very like, casually. About that eye. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can handle it for you. Like, no, calm down. And so, <laughs> Relax. <laughs> for him, I think it's, it's absolutely self-serving. Kristen Cole, I think that he wound... I really do think that he's, like, his role, uh, I think that it just, you know, initially he was all about the job. He was all about the duty. He really wants to be, like, you know, that guy, commander of the city, you know, all, you know, all of that. So, but I feel like after his heartbreak with Rhaenyra, I feel like going to Allison made the most sense, but I feel like at this point, now he just hates her so much that being in opposition of her is the best thing. So I feel like it's not for any kind of like political gain. It's more so just like, man, I hate that girl. So let me let me stay over here and let mm. me be faithful. 
to the queen because I feel like if he really, really wanted to be in Allison's like you know forever good graces, then when he she said Sir Kristen Cole get his eye, then he wouldn't have been like you know well I'm only supposed to protect you really would have been like you know what. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I'm gonna go get you an eye. Like he would have he would have went a little harder. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Even you know your bar is in hell. If even Kristen Cole is like, oh, I mean <laughs> I don't know if I want to get in the middle of this. Like, let's let's think this through for a minute. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Like the king is right there. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know how you expect me to do night. this. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. yeah, exactly. Ugh, what a what an amazing show. I mm-hmm. also I love the actor that plays uh adult Renera now. I think that the scenes with mm-hmm. them and uh Matt Smith are incredible. Yes. Um I just saw this speaking Valerian. Oh just, oh, just so hot. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I hate reading subtitles, but I will read the shit out of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so good. Um, it's the only wedding we've ever seen where nobody died. Well, somebody did have to f- die well, quote, yeah. quote, to get married. But at least not so, during the ceremony. That's a I mean, that's a win. There we go. That's a plus. That's mm-hmm. a plus. I love when they cut to the kids and uh, Lena's girls are like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so much. Like, where are we? What is happening? What is this? Where yeah. do we live now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, are we still going back to Pentos? What's going on? Like, I didn't pack right. my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Can I just say for a moment before, because I know we got to switch to marriage to medicine at some point, but oh, can I just say, if it were me, Mm. And I was one of Lena's kids. Mm-hmm. And this little inbred bastard comes up after riding my mom's dragons, the <laughs> biggest dragon in the land, talking about, well, he has a new rider now. Kid probably would have lost an eye. So I'm not even too mad at everybody for, you know, I wasn't mad at this fight at all. Highly entertaining. It was hilarious that they were throwing these little licks and stuff. But I mean, I get it. I get I it. I know. I know. Jeez. Uh, those kid actors are really, really good. That scene yes. with Corliss and the little guy, Luceris, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, you get to be the Lord of Driftmark. And he's like, that means everybody's dead. I was like, oh. 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 <laughs> oh buddy. We normally shield kids from death for so long, but they're just like, yeah. At some point, like when you're two years old, they're like everyone's gonna die, and you're gonna have to like, you know, be protector of this castle. So just, just get ready for that kid. It's like, geez, I'm, I'm not even like out of pampers yet. Can we like hold this conversation <laughs> off for a while? Good yeah. lord. I know, I know. I also love that uh, Jace Jaceris basically knows that like he is the son of Harwin, and I love that like he and Rhaenyra can talk about it. And she's like, that's, uh, we can't talk about it right now, but right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I love that. I like seeing the difference between the parents, uh, the parenting styles, like Allison versus Renera, and Renera mm-hmm. is definitely like the sex positive mom. That's like, we're going to call them vaginas and penises in our house. Okay. <laughs> yes. And Allison's like, not that mom at all. Allison's like, no. we don't talk about those things. No, she's we like, staying from sex in this house. <laughs> yeah. She's like opting her kids out of sex ed. Yes, you know, that's mom. that's the kind of mom she is. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so excited for the rest of the the season. Now, I did want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this might it's it's a tough question for me to ask you on the spot, but 
Okay. Thinking of like the main, how many houses are there? There's like, well, I include some of the houses in this this version of Game of Thrones. So we'll say mm-hmm. Targaryen, Lannister, Stark, uh, Hightower, mm-hmm. and who's another one? Who else Baratheon, do we can... maybe? Uh... Oh, we'll say Valerian. Valerian, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the ship mm-hmm. people. Yes. Of those five <laughs> houses, if you could pick a housewife that goes in each one of those houses as like the head of that house... Who would you pick? Ooh. Let's start with let's start with the Targaryens. This is a show about Targaryens. Who oh in God. Housewives is the head of the Targaryens? I feel like the Targaryens usually give us like our queen of everything, like the woman that we just like stand no matter what. So who I feel like nowadays that's gonna be like a Garcelle type, maybe, because mm. you know, mm. she's around just filth all day long, and we're just like, you know what? I need to protect you at all costs, but you really don't need my protection because you can handle these evil witches on your own. So I think I will put Garcelle in the Targaryen house. Um, Who's a Hightower house? Ooh, Hightower. Okay. In direct op. Oh, God. I don't even want to say her name on this podcast. I feel like it's a a sin to utter her name out loud. <laughs> I almost would say maybe Lisa Renna. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like she belongs in, in hot town. That, that guy feels like he could be her dad. So yeah. Yeah. Otto for sure. For <laughs> sure. For sure. That's definitely, definitely Renna vibes. Otto, Otto, Otto Renna. That's a hard name to say. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to give him that. <laughs> also, what a stupid name, Otto. Right. This, what is this rocket power? Get out of here. <laughs> What are we doing? Good lord. <laughs> Put a um, zone at the end of that and fix my car. Exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. And then Valerian. Who's a who's the head of a Valerian, you think? Oh, see, they're you know what? They're the people that deserve a lot more respect than they get. They just they always come and do their job and stuff like that. Oh, who would that be? Who who fills that role for us? Always shows up. Mm. I'm gonna say Candace. Candace okay. Dillard Bassett. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Yes, 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 yes. We're putting her there. People don't appreciate her role on that show nearly enough. Mm-mm. And people don't realize season three when it's really got popping in Potomac. So you gotta give my girl her stuff, okay? Exactly. And then Lannisters and Starks. Who's a Lannister? Who's a Stark? Oh, Lannister. Okay, we gotta go evil again. So who's <laughs> Oh, you know what? They do a lot of scheming. They owe a lot of people because they were in debt to the, you know, the, the World Bank for, you know. So I think I might go Erica Jane on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's that might good. be yeah. them because she's going to be in debt for a long time and they are too. So, yeah, yeah. I think we'll go there. Uh, Stark. Okay. Starks, they were just, they were good people. They were good, good people. people. They should, They just wanted to mind their business up in the, mm-hmm. in the snow. I think I'm going to go Candy. Candy would be a good start. Yes. You know, she's the people's champ, but she doesn't like, you know, she she only gets in the shit when she has to get in the shit. Otherwise, she's just offering us some delightful commentary. She's not doing too much. I think that's Candy Stark. That's where I'm going to go. Candy Tucker Stark. Oh, my God. I love this. Oh, that was so good. (laughs) I love the show so much. Um, Yes. Only three episodes How sad. Yeah. I know only Man. two episodes left. And <laughs> then they're not even they're not even filming until March 2023. Get the f- Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh, that is the most heartbreaking thing I've heard all year. What are we doing with our time? That's what, know. You know what? HBO, they're good for that. They get you hooked on a show, and then you're like, oh, we'll premiere season one in 2021, then you'll get season two when the fuck ever. It's like, okay. <laughs> can we pick a definite time? Like, you don't need this much time to do it, but I guess you do since it's so good. But I know. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Man. I know. I know. Like, what are you going to fill us with in the middle? White Lotus? It's not the same. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Who God only knows when Euphoria is coming back. Like, there's just, it's just nothing. What's there? <laughs> what else is, I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then we will be back with Married to Medicine. We're back. Let's talk about Married to Medicine. So, um, I am so mad at what's happening to M- Matoya Bush Harris family. Yes. On this show right now. So, we open this episode with Quad visiting Anila. Now, I love Quad. I love Quad. She is so goddamn entertaining. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching this and I'm like, "Quad, what the hell are you doing?" Mhm. What That's is a lot. this? It's I- I think she's making things worse than they are. Way worse. Like you, we're, we're, this is dangerous territory. Like now we've gone to like literally actively accusing someone of committing a felony on camera. And it's like, gee, we've got enough criminality in the Bravo world that we can prove like, this is a, this is a lot. Toya and Eugene, no matter how angry they get, like you literally will get over it and will still show up to do their job. I don't think anyone has ever pissed them off enough. Mariah has literally like thrown hands at Toya and she didn't get this kind of retribution. Why in the world would Toya set these people up to get robbed? Yeah. For what? Like this is crazy. And, and it's crazy because theories. Oh, uh, okay. Let's <laughs> let's talk about those theories. So Anila, my thing with Anila is that like number one. She grinds my gears. I can't stand her. I think she's so phony. <laughs> they sent they sent Miss Gomez away so they could have a storyline, 100%. They could bring her corny-ass mom on and have her mm-hmm. terrorize our screens and then make it a thing and then come back. It was totally fake. Mm-hmm. Like, Miss Gomez was probably like, sweet, I'm going to go visit my family over Christmas. Fuck these guys. I'll be back. Apparently, they have a break-in in the middle. Good for me. Like, I they're so corny. I can't stand them. But when I mm-hmm. but when Anila says I feel like this was uh, we were targeted initially, the way I read that was okay. Um, I know that a lot of a lot of certain homes are easy targets, and specifically, mm-hmm. I know South Asian homes are because there's a lot of gold in their houses, mm-hmm. and that's like a very common thing. A lot of South Asian homes are burglarized, and that's why like I keep my jewelry for my wedding in a locker because this is like you're literally told this so i thought Mm -hmm. she was an idiot because apparently they didn't have a good security system in their three million dollar fucking house and then she kept all her gold at home which is stupid like why why didn't you put it in a locker um so she's annoying me there but i think that when she says i was targeted i feel like it was what she means is that it was somebody who's been in our house before. And I didn't take it as she was saying, like, it was Toya. I was thinking that she was saying it could have been somebody who, like, a caterer, a, a service person, somebody who came into our home previously. Because that also happens, right? Mm-hmm. But Miss Quad here is really making a casserole out of this. And 
when she goes back to Anila and she's like, oh, all these girls were mocking you about the robbery, I didn't get the vibe that they were mocking her. I think they were asking reasonable questions. Like nothing, don't get me wrong, I'm as hard on Contessa as most people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, for those that don't know, I just had like literally half dead just now, but I'm okay. I'm alive again. Oh my God. <laughs> I drank some water and it went down the entirely wrong route, but I'm okay now. <laughs> my dog is attacking me. It is so much going on right now. <laughs> oh my God. But nothing, I, I'm as hard on Contessa, especially when it comes to like her style. I'm as hard on her. <laughs> As the next person. But I think she's a great cast member. I'll never take that away from her. But nothing that she said during that conversation struck me as, oh, my God, she's being super insensitive. This is terrible. What is Mm -hmm. she doing? She said that Simone was laughing. I was like, oh, I must not have caught that during the moment. Because, I don't know, Quad came and just, like, was a revisionist historian. I don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I don't remember this playing out nearly the way that she was saying now tell me your theory. Okay. My theory. <laughs> <laughs> this was a theory going along, you know, with the storyline that they're trying to feed us. So my theory was Anila's mom got pissed off that she got kicked out that house. <laughs> so she uh, said, you know what? I'm gonna take that bitch jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She seems like the kind of person who would like Tasmanian devil all over her closet. You know? Yes, yes, exactly. And so I yeah. feel like that was, boy, that had to have been, I feel like especially a new home, I feel like that had to have been like, I don't know, I feel like a new house, you've had to have a ton of people in that house recently yeah. too. So I feel like it's easy for, I don't know, someone like to come in, especially with that many people, anybody can recognize like, oh my God, this is that lady from that show. <laughs> like she's yeah. got to have like, a ton of stuff around here. She's got to have this. She's got to have that. So I feel like even if there was nothing in there when they were in that house, they knew to come back at some point. Like accusing Toya just seems so like, whoa, are we really doing this right now? Like that seems very, very over the top to me. Yeah. And I mean, I've said this before many times. I think that there's, uh, it's pretty racist of Anila and her husband to be like, oh, because I brought, because Anila brought a woman to a party that Toya was at that previously had spread some rumors about Toya, Toya would be mad enough to have them robbed? What? (laughs) Like, I, like, you really think that Eugene and Toya would risk their livelihoods for stuff like that? Like, Eugene and Toya, who are pretty wacky sometimes but are still reasonable enough to be like we're not that desperate like don't be ridiculous you know so i i just i don't understand any of that i also think anila is so stupid because like later when miss gomez comes back i believe from the safe house that they had her in um (laughs) anila is like oh i'm so glad you're here i burnt this like you need help raising anila needing help raising two kids and making some goddamn microwave pizza, okay, mm-hmm. in this giant house with this beautiful kitchen is as ridiculous as Toya throwing a party that she th- paid her taxes. Like, they're both equally yeah. absurd mm-hmm. things that I don't understand why anybody would find this compelling or interesting. It's ridiculous. It's delusional. And it's, it's corny. It's so ridiculous. It feels like every time... 
Toya walks into a room, she's being set up. Like, I get it. Like, in my mind, yeah. she's really, like, Heavenly said it best. She's really the MVP of the show because she, she keeps everything moving. Like, I feel like she is the easiest target on Bravo almost. Like, no matter what, they can always try to pin something on Toya. Or, well, Toya said this. Or, well, Toya is so stupid. And, well, Toya does, like, it's, like, always Toya, Toya, Toya. And it's, like, okay, let's give Toya a break. There's enough, like... There's enough histrionics to go around this cast, I promise you. Yeah. I mean, Toya's also so easy because she is the kind of person to go off on somebody wearing a champion sweatsuit. So, like, <laughs> you don't need to accuse Toya of robbing someone. Toya right. will hang herself with plenty of her own rope. Don't worry about her. Okay? Right. Like, she's good. She's good. She's fine. Keep like, in mind, like, Toya didn't even, they didn't even bring up the fact that, like, uh, they were going to accuse Toya of something. Toya literally said it that that dinner at Jackie's house. And she was like, so do y'all think Anila's lying? It's like, wait a minute. Whoa, where, we at? where did that come from? Yeah. So you're right. She makes it very easy, but good God. It's so funny that it is funny that Anila is like so flabbergasted by the thought that somebody would think that they did this for like insurance fraud. But mm. then also at the same time thinks that people would rob her like people she knows would rob her like it's like right. you can't be you can't pretend like you're so shocked that somebody would think of something far-fetched when you yourself are thinking of something so far far-fetched like right we're all playing the same game here Ugh. um now uh we will talk about the blue ridge trip but before we go there contessa mm -hmm. is having what i call her body dysmorphia <clears throat> competition oh um it just was so random. <laughs> it's super it's, random. It's so random. It always, it like, whenever, like, because I feel like this is, like, is, is this becoming, like, a reality TV trope at this point? Like, the person, like, doesn't necessarily know or, like, either wants to shift the narrative or, like, what they're trying to do. But, like, I feel like whenever someone's trying to, like, either reinvent themselves or, like, yeah. change the subject, like, whatever it is, they're, like... Oh, I'm I'm gonna go into a fitness competition. I've gotta I've gotta be really disciplined with my diet. Like we've seen it with Tamara, we've seen it with Teresa, yeah. we've seen it with Contessa. Like we've Cont just seen it with so many people now. It's like, okay, where yeah. are we going with this storyline? Because I'm as tired of this as I am seeing like those damn rage rooms and escape rooms and shit y'all yeah. are doing on TV. Like, get out of yeah. here. No, the it murder mystery. That's what's the most tired thing on TV. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah, it started with like vaginal rejuvenation. And yes. then it was like murder mysteries. Then we went to <laughs> rage rooms. And then now we're at fitness competitions, or I call it body dysmorphia competition. Yes. The funniest thing about this was that, okay, so her name, her team name is Team Hot Doc, right? Like Hot Couture. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Scott, Scott's dumbass, just keeps shouting, Hot Doc, Hot Doc. And I'm like, <laughs> if nobody knew, they'd be like, Who's chanting hot dog? Right. <laughs> and then it made me laugh because some of those girls' spray tans kind of made them look like hot dogs. <laughs> they, they literally looked like hot dogs. So it was, I mean, it was not a stretch by any means. <laughs> uh, so Jackie and Simone do their classic, you know, we have to fix the group trip. Yeah. That happens, <laughs> happens at least twice a season now. <laughs> and they're going to Blue Ridge. What's what's up with Blue Ridge? This seems to be the hottest location for people filming shows in Atlanta. <laughs> Good low. I don't know what is going on. It feels like it's like the okay, 
you guys, we, we don't need to fly everybody to Rome. We don't need to do that kind of mess anymore. Let's just, there's a nice resort up the street. Like, we'll just put them there and they'll <laughs> fight. They probably Atlanta shot, uh, the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta shot there first. They're like, you won't believe this. They sat in a driveway for like hours and just fought. We don't, we're <laughs> spending too much money sending these guys out of the country. Send their asses to Blue Ridge. They'll do the work for us. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Jackie and Simone have set up all these rules of what they're not going to do. And we get this footage of a, at some point when Heavenly threw a drink on Kari. What is that? What? Okay. I don't know what is going on with Bravo and this editing, but like, I feel like so much is being left on the cutting room floor. Where did, where did that happen? And why didn't we see <laughs> even the fallout? Because I feel like every time we saw them, they were cordial. Yeah, it's not like we never saw this woman again. This lady just shows up in the background in every single scene. I'm surprised she's mm-hmm. not at this event. Like, right. she's always there. She says one line, usually mm-hmm. something to Toya, and then mm-hmm. that's it. It's like, okay, well, you can give Carrie her free stipend or whatever, right? Like, right. <laughs> so I'm so shocked weird. that, like, well, yeah, I'm just shocked that we never saw this. Heavenly threw a whole drink. On Carrie at Anila's like housewarming party, so I just very shocked by all of this. What this did random? Did we see them arguing at all this season, like at that point or anything? Like what triggered that? I don't even know. I think so- maybe there was one scene where Carrie, like, she brought in somebody, and then that person was talking to Damon. I remember, and you know mm. how content how uh, heavenly gets when anybody talks to Damon. She's all like. Nobody talked to my man. And so I feel like maybe that, but it just, it was so random. Um, But Toya and Eugene get there first. And I love when Toya and Eugene get there first because I like seeing Toya, Simone, and Jackie together. I feel like Toya really is their little sister. Like she really has this like sister family bond with them. And Jackie and Simone are the two people that can really talk to her. And I feel like Toya Mm -hmm. feels some level of like, um, I think uh, loyalty because Jackie and Simone are sort of the OGs of the show along mm-hmm. with Toya. I mean, Quad is too, but you know, it's like yeah. that special bond. And I like that they basically are like, Carrie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So everybody starts to arrive. They tell Toya like, don't worry, we got your back. It's going to be fine. And everybody starts to arrive. Toya's feeling pretty icy and then she has this talk with Heavenly and like again like I Toya can be so stupid and so annoying and sometimes she says and does too much but it is always I love this show because you do have this scene with like Toya and Heavenly and Heavenly apologizing to her and Toya being like it's not an excuse but yeah it's okay for you to be mad like your mom died it's okay right mm-hmm. it just it literally every it's every time <clears throat> these past I've really been uh I was kind of behind on Married to Medicine, but I was like, I've got to get caught up because I always tell people this is the best show on Bravo. So I've really got to get caught up and not act like I'm just like hating the season stuff because the season is so good. So I'm like, I've got to get caught up. So I, I've been watching. And as you like watch episodes back to back, you really kind of see how good Eugene and Toya's like their family scenes mm-hmm. are. Because like there are a lot of times like, Sometimes like Anila and Kieran, I like Kieran, but like sometimes their family scenes are so cringe. Or so you go to like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes Scott and Contessa's house. 
Right. It's all just so like, bleh. and like, I feel like we're all just supposed to forget that like Curtis is an asshole and just like, it's, it's, it's so you. weird. Like, but I feel like every time I always laugh, like audibly whenever Toy and Eugene are on screen, cause they're like, oh, they're such opposites, but they are so like perfect together. There's always just so hilarious to me. And so uh. I, I give Toya all her things. You can have you can have everything, Toya. I'll help you. I'll yeah. Help you. <laughs> Would you go to a nudist colony with Eugene and Toya? So I hate myself. So no, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, same. Right. <laughs> same <geez. laughs> No, I absolutely would not. I would love to go to one like fully dressed, but I don't think they would allow that. So probably can't get through the doors. I want Eugene to cook for me. Same that freaking uh, what do you have? That tomahawk steak, and every time he makes something, I'm like, good lord, that looks good. Yeah, and he like he has like the finesse also. Like he seems so chill also in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem stressed out. He's just like strolling around, making his food, making jokes, talking about nudist colonies. Like he's just (laughs) he's one of those people that like does it for fun, and like all the rest of us are like, shit, I got to get dinner on the table by seven. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else is stressed out except him. He's just like, you know, it's whatever. We'll have this, and then we have appetizers. It's okay. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like Eugene and Toya are like a a real the real deal couple. I mean, I love Simone and Cecil too, but Mm -hmm. Eugene and Toya are just they're also such good television. Like last week when they helped their son throw a dinner party. Yes, (laughs) I died. I was like, be my mom and dad, right? So good. I wondered though, okay. I wondered about the logistics of this party because I'm like, okay, if it was a dinner party, you know, Atlanta's a big city. So, like, I wondered if the parents have to like drop the kids off, like maybe let's say like four. Mm-hmm. And then what time did they have to come pick them back up? Like, did they have another activity after that? Or was it just like a an hour and a half, two hour dinner, and the parents had to come all the way back from like, you know, oh, I'm in Decatur. Let me go all the way over here where Toya lives yeah. and go get my kids. I don't know. I feel like, you know, usually like as kids, we would like the parents would like be hiding out in the other room while we're like mm-hmm. doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. But I wonder he's at that age now where it's like, no, parents, you can go home. Like we got this. They're old enough. It's okay. And so <laughs> I was wondering, I see that's, that's me focusing on reality TV way harder than I should, <laughs> harder than anybody ever should. Cause I'm like, no, no, no. I think those are great questions. And my question <laughs> is when the parents come back, do they get a plate? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because the first thing I'm asking through the door is like, y'all got leftovers? Like, I heard my son text me. He said, y'all had tomahawk steak. I ain't even got that at the house. So what's up? Yeah. My son didn't really finish his plate. I'll take it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You got aluminum foil? Oh, great. Thanks. You know what? Don't worry. I got my own Tupperware. It's fine. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um. And then Anila shows up. in like glam. Like, you're coming to like a like a a like a cabin right and she's coming in heels like anila just like always misses like you know you talk about like contessa missing a mark sometimes like anila is really <laughs> missing every single mark she gets there it's very weird and then you know she's just really playing up the like victim i had a, like ma'am you are not dorit like relax okay <laughs> Exactly. I love that Toya was like, oh, they one of her seven one of her 70 followers stole it. Like I'm like, okay, Toy. <laughs> calm <laughs> yeah. down. I this is so weird though, because like I, Merit to Medicine, I always comment about I think it's because 
literally half of the cast is doctors when you don't include the husbands because then it's probably most of the cast but yeah when you don't include there's like half of the cast is doctors but it always feels like this entire cast is going to a different function when they show up places quad is always going to a gala no matter what the occasion <laughs> is she's going to a gala uh, audra is going to a track meet <laughs> i yes. don't know where jackie's going jackie's going somewhere with like just a bit of makeup on don't ask her too much else if y'all get too rowdy she's leaving like it's it's always i love that it's always like it reminds me of I don't know if you watch, but Basketball Wives. Yes. It always reminds me, like, Jackie Christie. I never know where Jackie Christie is going. I never no. know what season it is. I never know anything. Because <laughs> if you look at her compared to the rest of the cast, you're like, is it fall? Is it something? What, what, what season is this? Jackie's that person that goes in her closet and puts on what she thinks looks great that day. Weather does not factor into this decision yes. at all. It can be yeah. 80 degrees outside. She is wearing all leather. She does not care. It's a leather <laughs> day for her, okay? <laughs> Jackie Christie is like the fashion equivalent of Giselle. Yes. Yes. It is that. You know what? And I, both of them have been on TV for so long that it gets to a point where you're like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. That's just, it's you. It's okay. There's- there's this like video I just saw on Twitter from I think Giselle's TikTok and she's got like her hair in big curls and she's got this like very 1970s like little short sequin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little dress on and you just see the back of her house with her tacky ass furniture. I just like I fucking love this lady. Yeah. She's got this tacky furniture. She's got a white refrigerator. Mm-hmm. She's got like bad fashions from the back of her closet and she doesn't give a shit. Nope. And I Love that about I do too. God, one of the things, the reason I love it so much is because like everyone else, like we constantly saw Karen like moving houses and that (laughs) kind of stuff. We saw like all this, but then, you know, they, they show up and the new Fendi and the new, like all of this. Yeah. Giselle was like, "Uh -uh, I'm wearing this TJ Maxx and y'all are going to see me build a house from scratch. Like this is, this is where my priorities are. My daughters can have this house one day when I'm not here. This is all of them. So I'm like, you know what? respect respect you got a number of my respect for that yeah yeah but like even with this with the married to medicine cast they always have these like oddball like fashion choices but it just always cracks me up that like anila's quote-unquote job is that she's a fashion blogger and i'm like where bitch (laughs) where what fashions who knows no one knows i believe a fashion blogger a fashion no blogger fashions. with no fashions. How dreadful. How dreadful. Oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess they, they left us with a to-be-continued. To They're going to get into it at the table. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like, like, what is everybody mad about? She got burglarized. Right. How are you doing? Is everything okay? All right. Like, right. Let's, let's... Quad set her up. Quad, Quad really up. did set her up. So mm-hmm. on Twitter... Uh, some information came out, which was basically that Carrie had told Quad that mm. Toya had had a party at her house that day, right? And Toya told us this. Toya mm-hmm. told us that there was a party at her house from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. And Jesus, so, I mean, that's a. I think a that's party. A rager, at the, my God! <laughs> I think the party at the Bush Harris house is you get to Toya's house at one, you get you fix a plate. <laughs> then you lounge around. Maybe you take a nap. Right. Then you wake up and Eugene's like, I've made more food. And you're like, right. okay, great. 
and you're Perfect. drinking and you're partying. Next thing you know, it's 1 a.m. Right. I that mean, sounds like a great party. It sounds like an amazing time. Because I do think <laughs> a 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. party entails a nap. Like, it has oh, to. Oh, it has to. No, you, you have to have accommodations <laughs> for me at that point. Like, I have gone out of my way to get here for 12 hours. Oh, yeah. I need things, okay? I need things. <laughs> so I think what Carrie told somebody, maybe Quad, was that that she had heard that uh, because Toya had had a party at her house, that there were people coming and going out of this gated community. So she thinks that that could have been the reason why somebody was easily able to come in and, you know, hit up Anila's house and leave. But I guess mm-hmm. Quad being Quad took that information and gave it to Anila, presented it in a completely different way, which is Jeez. like P Quad. Of course. It's so, it's, the thing that kills me is like, we just saw like all of this is around like holiday time, right? Yeah. It was like something tells me that maybe Toya wasn't the only person having a party around this time. Like it's definitely yeah. possible people had family in town, friends were coming over to see decorations. Oh, we're doing gingerbread houses today. Like yeah. there was a lot that could have been going on. So like to put the, it feels just so like grossly irresponsible to put all this on Toya and Toya's just like minding her business at home trying to get drunk with the other moms in the neighborhood and then she's like wait burglary like wait why am I in it like what did I do (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly if I was Toya and Eugene honestly I would be like I'm going to sue you for slander like this is crazy it's a crazy accusation that is a lot and I feel like it's rare than like the Bravo community because like we'll buy into a lot of crap but I feel like this is one of the few times like everyone is kind of like you know what no (laughs) Toya didn't do this no like that's a little far-fetched even for me like everyone is just like no I I don't think this is this isn't okay yeah yeah and and Toya's in the right to be like why would you bring a woman around who has been spreading nasty rumors about me but then also you're spreading these rumors to Heavenly. Heavenly's dumbass is talking about it on camera. I uh-huh. one of my favorite scenes was at Quad's party when she's like, "Which one of you, you, you bitches said it? I will." I will she says something like, "I will put my shoe in your face." Yeah. I was like, she would. Yes. She would She'd definitely put her hands in somebody's face. So yes, <laughs> she absolutely. would definitely take a heel and just like stab you. She would aim in Targaryen your eye. Like yes. she, you would lose an eye because Toya shoved her heel in your eye. Exactly. Um, but like, yeah, I think Toya is kind of reasonable here to be like, listen, there's plenty of reason for you guys to hate me. But like, this isn't it. Right. <laughs> I didn't do any of this. And then even the stuff about like quad slept with a married man. Again, the culprit was Heavenly. Heavenly is the one that's telling everybody this. Heavenly, I it's baffling to me that like we've seen videos since they've shot this reunion of like even still like Quad and Heavenly like Kiki and all yeah. over the place because it's like I, I I would imagine like if it was any other show, any other reunion, Heavenly would have to have a like a reckoning at this reunion yes. because yes. Heavenly literally has started everything this season. And everyone's just yes. like, well, you know, you got to own it. You got to do this. You got to do that. I'm excited to see who Simone screams at this reunion because it's probably well-deserved. Simone screaming is some of the best stuff. Yes. <laughs> it really is. I love my favorite Simone scream this season was earlier at uh, at Heavenly's intervention. Was you like, this is a mess? 
America. We're like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> she said something like, I could hate whoever I want to. This is America. And I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. You're right. <laughs> it's our freedom, okay? It is. Well, Kendrick, this brings us to the end of all the things I wanted to talk about today. This has been an absolute delight. Um, would you like to come back on to talk about the end of Hot D? Of course. <laughs> oh my god, wonderful. It's and then by arm, then by then our Potomac girlies will be back. So we might have to make this a supersized episode because there's Ooh. so much to talk about. Um, can you please tell everybody where they can find you and all the stuff to check out? Absolutely. So you guys, I have a podcast called Reality and Comics 2. You can find it on all of the platforms. Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the memes. Stay for the ridiculous rants and the stories. I've got some <laughs> amazing episodes featuring your fave, Nor, over there on my podcast. And we talk about Miss Marvel, and it's the best stuff ever because we're going to do a rewatch at some point this week. And I'm looking forward to it, okay? Oh, awesome. And then I will, you can check out all the information. It's going to be in the description of this episode. So do check that out there. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will be back uh, on Saturday. Thanks, everyone. Say bye. Bye.